WCM. Welcome to our daily time of Bible study and prayer on Wednesday, September 22nd, 2021. So glad that you have joined me today. I so enjoy our time each morning praying together and in God's word. And I pray that it's an an encouragement uh, to you as well. Let's begin this morning in Psalm 112. And let's use this psalm to make our hearts ready for the day, to make our our hearts ready for the word just in a few moments. And um, just as a word of encouragement to us. So we'll read the whole psalm, Psalm 112, which begins with a praise to the Lord. Hallelujah. Happy is the person who fears the Lord, taking great delight in his commands. Father, we want to stop with this verse and just thank you for your word. Thank you for the delight we have in your word. We thank you, Lord, that as we are devoted followers of Jesus, your commands are not a burden, but they are actually a delight. They encourage us. The obedience of your commands sustains us and gives us great joy. It is our pleasure to study and obey your word. We move on now. Verse 2, his descendants will be powerful in the land. His descendants refers to those who take delight in God's word. His descendants will be powerful in the land. The generation of the upright will be blessed. Wealth and riches are in his house, and his righteousness endures forever. Father, we know what you mean by wealth and riches that are in our house. These are eternal riches. We have eternal wealth. Nothing that we can accumulate on earth compares with the wealth we have, with the riches that we have in Christ Jesus. And we may have little as far as material possessions are concerned, but as your loved children, we have all we need. Everything we need is in you, Jesus. And we praise you for our spiritual riches that you have given us, our eternal inheritance, our reward for being your faithful followers. We praise you and thank you for the great riches we have in Christ Jesus. Make our hearts content with this. Verse 4. Light shines in the darkness for the upright. He is gracious, compassionate and righteous. Good will come to the one who lends generously and conducts his business fairly. He will not be shaken. The righteous one will be remembered forever. His heart, or rather he will not fear bad news. His heart is confident, trusting in the Lord. Father, we know that there are times that we go through dark times. Sometimes the night is long and dark but we have hope in you. And even in the long, dark night, your light shines. You are gracious and compassionate and righteous. You bless us so that we can bless others. You keep us steadfast so that our lives are conducted fairly. In you, though the earth trembles, we are not shaken. We do not fear bad news. We do not fear the darkness. 
We have faith. We have faith in you. We have confidence in you because we trust you and know that you are good. Verse 8, his heart is assured. He will not fear. In the end, he will look and triumph on his foes. Thank you, God, for giving us victory. Our greatest foe is the enemy, Satan, and death. And they have both been conquered. And we live in you and live in this confidence, Lord. We have victory. Verse 9, he distributes freely to the poor. His righteous endures forever. His horn will be exalted in honor. The wicked one will see it and be angry. He will gnash his teeth in despair. The desire of the wicked leads to ruin. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for changing our desires, for changing our focus and our perspective of life. Thank you that we are no longer your enemies, but you call us your friends, and you love us as your children, Father. And we praise you for this glorious and victorious psalm, which encourages our hearts this morning as we begin our walk today with you. Now, Lord, we also want to intercede for those members of our church family and community who are struggling. We want to pray, Lord, that the um, swab tests that Pastor Franco and his family took yesterday will be negative. Uh, it appears, Lord, that at least Pastor Franco has some symptoms of COVID. We pray, Lord, that if that is the case, that they will remain mild. He and CJ both, that you'll... Um, Protect Pal from being infected. We also lift up um, Jomar and Nick and Kim who have not been feeling well. We pray, Lord, for um, Jenny and Becky and Pearlie and um, um, Jumong and Nita and Cassie who are, are suffering with cancer. Uh, Lord, we, we they're so much sickness around us. And we pray, Lord, that you will sustain their health. We, we pray for uh, Emil uh, this morning as he is still awaiting that uh, heart procedure. We pray, Lord, that you will sustain his health, uh, protect him from any damage to the heart while he's waiting on that procedure. Lord, it's so sad to hear about how people are not being able to get treatment because the hospitals are filled, which leads me to remember our dear sister, Rona, the, the wife of Pastor John Garcia, who used to be on our staff at IBC, she passed away this week from COVID because she could not get treatment. We're grateful now that Pastor John is getting treatment. We pray that you will sustain his health, bring healing to him, and bring comfort and healing to Pastor John and all of his family as they grieve the, the death of, of Roma. That is so heartbreaking, Lord, and and we just ask you, as so many of our predecessors in the scriptures asked the same question, Habakkuk asked it, asked it, how long, O Lord, how long, Lord, must we endure this dark time of COVID pandemic? Lord, please, please bring an end to this pandemic. Show us how to how to live. Show us how to serve. We trust you, God. May your light shine in and through us and on us in this season of our lives. 
Thank you for hearing our prayer. Thank you for guiding us now through the Holy Spirit, who is our teacher, as we read and meditate and study on your word. And we pray all this in Christ's name. Amen. All right, now let's turn our attention to the 12th chapter of Romans. Romans chapter 12. And we're going to read verses 9 to 13 as we continue our theme of uh, community. Uh, we, we live in a, a fantastic church community. IBC Manila is a great community. We are a loving church family. There are so many, so many good things that we can say about our church family. Community is a high value. It's valuable along with our value of God's word, the value of prayer, the value of God himself and worshiping God, the value of disciple making, and uh, we, we value community. And even though we are a strong, uh, loving, uh, encouraging, good community, there is always room for improvement, correct? Always room for growth. This is something that I was meditating on this morning in my own quiet time. I was reading in 1 Thessalonians chapter 3, and I was reading how Paul was reminding those uh, church members in Thessalonica that, um, that God is at work in us to uh, continue to sustain and develop our hearts so that they are blameless and so that we live a, a holy life. Now, every day is a day for growth and maturity. We never reach um, perfection as uh, by the standard of Christ Jesus. There is the word perfect used in the New Testament to describe that, that we are complete in Christ. But as far as being perfect like Christ, we will never reach that, that goal. That is not even a goal, correct? Um, but but we, can, we can rejoice and take confidence in the fact that God is working effectively in us to create and develop our hearts for righteousness and holiness. That's such a comfort to me. The same is true in our community. God is at work in our community to develop our community heart for holiness, for righteousness, to be focused on his mission. Romans chapter 12, verses 9 to 13, teach us how to continue that path of building a family, building a firm, uh, biblical, Christ-like, effective, fruitful family of faith. So let me read uh, Romans 12, 9 to 13. Let love be without hypocrisy. Detest evil. Cling to what is good. Love one another deeply as brothers and sisters. Outdo one another in showing honor. Do not lack diligence in zeal. Be fervent in the spirit. Serve the Lord. Rejoice in hope. Be patient in affliction. Be persistent in prayer. Share with the saints in their needs. Pursue hospitality. We could go on. In fact, let me just go on with the rest of that passage. We're going to focus on those verses, but just listen to the rest. Bless those who persecute you. Bless and do not curse. Rejoice with those who rejoice. 
Weep with those who weep. Live in harmony with one another. Do not be proud. Instead, associate with the humble. Do not be wise in your own estimation. Do not repay anyone evil for evil. Give careful thought to do what is honorable in everyone's eyes. If possible, as far as it depends on you, live at peace with everyone. Friends, do not avenge yourselves. Instead, leave room for God's wrath, because it is written, vengeance belongs to me. I will repay, says the Lord. It's just a beautiful passage that teaches us how to build and sustain a family of faith that is godly, Christ-like, encouraging, fruitful, effective, as we pursue the mission of making disciples of all the nations, beginning right here in our city and expanding as God expands our influence around the city, around the nation, and around this region, Asia Pacific, and also in the world. So let's, let's look at five actions that we can faithfully and consistently take to build our community. Notice all the verbs in in verses 9 to 13, just many verbs, building and, and developing the kind of community that reflects the divine community, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, takes action. Consistent, um, constant, uh, intense energy and action. Action number one, genuine love. Yes, that is an action. Love is an action. In, uh, in verse nine and verse 10, uh, we are to love without hypocrisy. Genuine love avoids hypocrisy. And there are a couple of ways that hypocrisy can show its face. By saying we love, but not showing love, that's one way. Another way that hypocrisy shows its face is by loving some and not giving the same kind of love to others. That's hypocritical. And so genuine love, Christ-like love, is not two-faced. It is not hypocritical. Genuine love is demonstrated. Uh, he, we, are, we are commanded um, to show family affection, love one another deeply as brothers and sisters. Uh, each of us have our own biological families, but our community of faith at IBC Manila should be considered a family. We are brothers and sisters in life, in, in Christ. And so a genuine love is demonstrated. It is shown. It is, it is given. And then genuine love takes the lead in giving preference over others. I love that phrase in verse 10. Outdo one another in showing honor. If there's going to be any, competitive, in any competition, which that's not what Paul is saying, but if there is going to be any competition in our community of faith, let's let it be in outdoing each other in humble service. The idea here actually is not competition. The idea is 
giving preference to others. So how is family built? Genuine love that is sincere, not two-faced, hypocritical, is demonstrated and is humble. It gives preference to others. Action number two, live in holiness and righteousness. Just as I am to reflect the image of God in me, I want my life to be a life that demonstrates Christ. I want Christ to see others in me. As a church family, we want people in the community, outside our faith community, we want others to see Christ in us, a holy and righteous community. And that requires two consistent and intense energetic actions, detesting evil and clinging to what is good. We should have no, there should be no margin of error between what we know is good and evil. We, we, we can discern. And that, that's, gladly, we have the Holy Spirit who gives us the ability to discern good from evil. There should be no hint of the world in us. That, that means that we have to constantly leave behind worldly attitudes and worldly pursuits. We daily deny ourselves take up the cross and follow him. So we detest evil. That does not mean we detest people who are evil. It means that we detest evil. And then we cling to what is good. The idea here is that we are gripping to save our lives. We are gripping with all of our strength, with all of our power. We are clinging to what is good and what is good is God. And we discover good in God's word. So, There is a consistent and persistent um, energetic pursuit of holiness and righteousness that builds community. Third action, serve. In verse 11, we are commanded to have a serving spirit. Look at the verbs in verse, uh, or the, uh, actually the, not the verbs, um, the adverbs, I guess. I'd have to ask my wife, who's the language teacher, but but, uh, I want to point out these words, diligence, fervent, those two words. So serving requires diligence, that's energy. Serving requires um, uh, being fervent, Uh, that is passion. And so we have an energetic passion to serve others. We're going to talk about service this Sunday. We're going to talk about the value of serving this Sunday, serving builds community. If we value community, then we value service. And so it requires diligent, energetic, passion, fervor, and it requires surrender. Do not lack diligence and zeal. Be fervent in the spirit. Serve the Lord. And when we are serving each other, we are serving the Lord. So a serving spirit builds community. Fourth, there should be an atmosphere of hope. Hope builds community. Hope is not only a noun, it is a verb. Hope is an action. Verse 12, rejoice in hope. Hope, this atmosphere of hope in the community builds, builds community, sustains community, encourages 
community. And, and look what happens when we rejoice in hope. We are, we are patient in affliction and we are persistent in prayer. So hope generates joy. Hope produces patience under fire, patience in the long, dark night. Hope sustains persistence in prayer. We are persistent in prayer because we have hope in the Lord. We are patient under, under fire in hardship and suffering because we have hope in the Lord. We rejoice, as James commands us in, in uh, the book of James, we rejoice in suffering because suffering produces persistence and develops our character and increases and encourages our faith. There should be an atmosphere of hope in the body of Christ because we have an eternal inheritance, because he is present with us as he promised in all circumstances and situations of life, because he is the sovereign ruler of our lives, because we know that even though we endure hardship and suffering in Christ, everything works to the good of the believer and the family of faith. And so we encourage each other. We, we, um, we, uh, in, we provoke hope in the body of Christ. And last, family, community is built by the environment of generosity. Verse 13, share, pursue, share with the saints and their needs, pursue hospitality. Hospitality is the attitude in which I say to you, you're welcome. I say to you, what I have is yours. Where we have that sharing nature, which we talked about last Sunday in, in our study of the value of community in Acts chapter 2. We saw that early community of faith in, in Jerusalem, a very generous church. In, in, an, in an environment of generosity, we meet each other's needs, and we are actually seeking opportunities for generosity. We're looking for opportunities to show hospitality. Pursue describes an active pursuit, a search, seeking for moments, seeking out needs that God can use us to meet. These five actions or five qualities or five environments uh, develop a strong community, genuine love, holiness and righteousness, a serving spirit, an atmosphere of hope, and an environment of generosity in which we are all pursuing opportunities to meet each other's need, to show genuine love, genuine love, to serve humbly each other. That builds a powerful fruitful, effective, and attractive community, as we talked about Sunday, an attractive community. It will draw people to us. It will draw people to the grace of Christ Jesus. Let's continue to work to build these uh, environments, this atmosphere of community. Let's work together to build the kind of family that is described in Romans 12, verses 9 to 13. Uh, then we will be able to, as, the, as verse 14 and following uh, describe, then we, we will be able to be people 
who bless and not curse, who rejoice and weep with each other, who live in harmony with each other. We will not be proud, but we will be humble. We will not be wise in our own estimation, but we will depend upon the Holy Spirit and the collective wisdom that God gives us through the study of his word. Uh, We will experience peace. Let's thank the Lord this morning for our community and let's commit ourselves to do our part to develop a community that is IBC Manila. God, we thank you for this word from, from Romans 12 today. We thank you that you have reminded us this morning to show genuine love for each other, to detest evil and cling to good so that each one of us and as a community, we can live in holiness and righteousness. Thank you for reminding us that we are to have a serving spirit, that we, a serving spirit um, um, develops us to serve with passionate energy and surrender to the Lord. We pray, Lord, that we will continue to find our hope in you and that through, through individual hope, there will be a community of hope that generates joy and patience and persistence in prayer. And Lord, we pray that you'll continue to develop and increase the environment of generosity that is already present at IBC Manila. We're praying, Lord, that you will be glorified, that you will be attractive in us as the world observes the community that we are, IBC Manila. We praise you, Lord, and thank you. And we pray all this in Christ's name. Amen. Thank you for joining with with me this morning. Let's look for opportunities to serve the Lord today and to be generous and loving toward others. I look forward to meeting with you tomorrow morning. Have a great day and God bless.